got one minute till they stop serving those breakfast balls. Don't! Let's see now. What do you folks have here, huh? Hmm, a crusty burger. That doesn't sound too appetizing. What kind of stew do you have today? Uh, we don't have stew. Sir, why don't you just have the cheeseburger? Well, that's really more of a weekend thing, Ray. Hey, jerk! Move your fanny! That guy's louder than World War II. Ray, go see what the rhubarb is, will you? Sir, could you pop your hood? Hey, my taxes paid for that horn. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount. This week we're here to review Two Bad Neighbours. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Before we get into Two yes. Bad Neighbours, Dando, I am going to take just a moment to remind everyone that our book, Homer's Odyssey, is now available in the United States of America. Um, April 1st, it went live and we haven't spoken... We've refrained from speaking about it until now because we spoke about it a lot when it first came out. But all American listeners, if you haven't been able to get it, you can get it now on Amazon, online, shipping home, shipping to your door, uh, by drone or by pigeon or by whatever vessel that you choose. I think you can actually get Bill Murray to hand deliver it in a pram. You probably could. That is an option. Him. If you're on Amazon Prime, that's not for the usual he, guys. But If you called Bill and suggested that, I reckon it's something he would do. I reckon he would. <laughs> He'd probably pay for the copies and sign yes. it on our behalf. Her, Dando and yes. Mitch. <laughs> um, He's coming to town soon, Bill Murray. I'm going to see him, yeah. Yeah, it should in be great November. Fun. Yeah, something is. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Two uh, bad neighbours. Have you got any bad neighbours? Have you ever had a bad neighbour? Uh, have I ever had a bad neighbour? We have neighbours right now that like to get on I our fucking a- roof and drink beer when we're not here. On your roof? No shit. So over Easter last year, we get a phone call from our neighbour across the street saying... Hey, was, it like- jo- was it John Lithgow and, <laughs> no, <it wasn't>. and <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brendan, John Lithgow's on your roof. But no, he goes, are oh, your next door neighbours because there's uni students in there. Um, they're on your roof. Mr. Doing what? Oh, they're just sitting up there on armchairs, in deck chairs, just drinking. Have you got a flatter roof than them? No, I don't get it. I said, what is it? How many are up? And he goes, there's four of them on your roof and one on theirs. They're just chatting to each other from the roofs. <laughs> so he came out the front and told them to get down. He's going to call the police, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. they're on my fucking roof. The nerve. The nerve of them. What <laughs> 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 the fuck? Why are you on my roof? It's kind of, um, it's pretty funny, harmless fun, though. Like It's not. It's not. It is a little bit. If you came home to someone on your roof, you'd think it was harmless fun? Yeah, a little bit. Like, there'd be an element of me just going, huh, me neighbours on me roof. What could they possibly be doing? <laughs> <laughs> but that's my bad neighbour. You've never like, had a bad neighbour? Have you been a bad neighbour? Uh, Dawn... No, I've never been a bad neighbour. I like to keep to myself. Apparently, largely. you're a bad person if you look at the uh, four minutes again Twitter <laughs> yeah, feed. Apparently. People aren't liking you anymore. Can I? <laughs> All right. You just so, start telling people how you just break the law and no, literally yeah, hurt okay, people. So, in things. my defence, I told a couple stories of times that I erred on the wrong side of the law. Everything Mitch says is made up. Largely for comic effect. But that's like, it wouldn't be fun if I just then countered that with every good thing I've ever done. Like a while ago, a guy came into my work and asked for 15 bucks so he could catch the train to Melbourne. And I gave him 15 bucks because I'm a fucking good person. You're a madman. That's what you are. <laughs> no. Look, he went down to 7-Eleven and bought a pack of sickies. I don't care. No, I, I honestly don't care because in that moment, this is a true story. Guy came in. He had, was from Melbourne, had a job interview in Geelong. And he said, Who asked for $15 for a train ride? The nerve of the guy. He needed to buy the Mikey. The Mikey was six bucks. So he drove, he'd driven down. His car broke down. No one could get out to fix the car. Um, he was dressed like his story checked. Based on uniform, his story checked out. He looked He's like, a professional. Oscar. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> because, and this is the thing, 15 bucks, no big deal to me. So I don't buy lunch and a coffee the next day. I make something from home and I bring it in. I'm not going to risk the off chance that he might be lying to me to ruin a guy's day on the chance that he's telling the truth. I would rather have been ripped off 15 bucks than send a guy out and not be able to get home. In three months, you know why? Now? Because I'm a good person, in three and mo- because all the money that I saved by ripping off Feline by not buying my monthly tickets <laughs> means I can give to the little guy now. In three months from now, I'm going to send my sister into your work saying, "I just need to catch a train. You got 15 <laughs> bucks for me? That's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, she's got a trustworthy face. Uh, you know, 
the V-Line story about me, like, what I don't tell in that is I was working a job that was barely minimum wage and I couldn't afford to spend 120 bucks a week on train travel. But that's not as much fun when I'm telling a comedy podcast. <laughs> so fucking back off with your judgment. Uh, in other news, Futurama podcast, we've just started to have me. So it's available on Patreon now. Patreon.com slash four-figure discount. $5 plus patrons. We're going to be reviewing the first season of Futurama. Yep. And Great we fun. are going to be dropping it on the regular feed. The well, it should already be there. Yeah. It'll be uploaded simultaneously with this. So after you listen to this, go check out the first episode, see what it's all about, and enjoy. Yes, and if you want to support the show and get some more Futurama goodness, patreon.com slash four-finger discount now. Mitch, two bad neighbours. What did you think? How did you remember this episode compared to watching it now? Uh, I've seen this so often okay. that it's difficult for me to do that comparison because it's just blended into this kind of time frame of knowing it backwards. This was one I didn't like when I was a kid because I just didn't know who George Bush was. I didn't get the reference, but I also didn't get the subtle comedy of just George Bush being normal. That's where the comedy comes from, this George yeah. Bush being a normal person. Being a normal person. Um, it's very Frank Grimesy. A little bit, yeah. I When I was younger, I wouldn't have picked up as much on the George Bush thing, but I loved the... I don't know if I should have now that I say this out loud, but I loved the movie version of Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau. Uh, as a kid. I loved, everyone loved it as a kid. It's like Richie Rich. Yeah. So, I think I could still enjoy Richie Rich now, to be fair. I don't know if I could still enjoy Dennis the Menace. I think of two things when I watch Richie Rich. I bet they don't even lock their doors. I think of the, <laughs> the, him having his own McDonald's. He's yeah. got his own McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to be this kid. Mine is, oh, Herb. No. Herbert. I am not a season. <laughs> and what's what was the, what's their song? Don't they sing side by side or something to get into their vault? The mum and dad. Ah, oh. some campy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the side, side by side. side or something along those lines. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And then they shoot her nose off. Oh my nose. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, let's yeah. get away from Richie Rich. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> well, I didn't get there. You did. Yes, yeah, so that's why I'm getting out of it. You're getting out of Richie Rich. I didn't know you'd gotten into him. Continue. I'm a little bit happy with that. <laughs> but anyway, um, what were we talking about? George Bush. Um, so, I, I always enjoyed the slapstick antics of it when I was younger, started to enjoy the political nature of it when I was older, and in between, there were always little things like, good memoirs, good, not great. Always found that was a really funny line. Yeah. The, the, you know, it's so subtle, but one of my favorite lines in the episode, sorry, why don't you just get the cheeseburger? It's really more of a weekend thing, right? Yeah, I know. How great is it? That's the kind of stuff that I love so the most. Good. I literally spat out my drink when that happened. It was yeah, so great. It's such a fantastically <laughs> straight-laced line. And the way he, way Harry, because he just Harry is amazing in this, but the way he goes, yeah. lemonade's not my forte. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. I, I, as a kid, though, just didn't give a shit about that stuff. It wasn't yeah, funny okay. to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it now, I'm just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in this episode, Homer and Bart are just bad people. Yeah, I get that's what the co- where the where the comedy comes from, but this episode makes you feel sympathy for George Bush. Well, yeah, the, they are the bad neighbors. Yeah, like you couldn't. It's all in the name, Brendan. It is all in the name. <laughs> the fact yeah. that the name is two bad neighbors because Barbara Bush doesn't do a thing wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's clearly Homer yeah. and Bart. And the thing is, Homer's hatred for George Bush comes from nothing. God, no, comes from nowhere. Because he stole the... his thunder. Exactly, stole his thunder <laughs> of the rummage sale. <laughs> Look at him just mowing his lawn. Yeah, <laughs> I always saw this too as a kid. For some reason, I just thought it was a political episode, but there's actually nothing really political about it. Not it's a few really. political jokes, like the, my first um, oh, term. Yeah. I got everything I wanted to do in my first. First, there was no need for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going, so, well, now's as good a time to, as any to talk about that. Yeah. You're aware, obviously. Like, I don't know too much about George Bush okay. as well. Okay. So, he did run a second time. Yes. And not only did he lose, he lost in one of the all-time colossal landslide to Clinton, elections correct? to Clinton. Yeah. yeah. Clinton won 370 electoral votes. Nobody since has won that many. (laughs) (laughs) No one since has won as big as Bill Clinton won. Really? In 93, was it? Yeah. uh, 92. 92. Yeah, it was his 92 election. Okay. So no one since has won that big. And you have to go back to 1944 when FDR won in the height of World War II to find the last person to have won as big. Wait till the rock goes up against Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it's it's a funny stab at him to try to be taking the moral high ground after he's been absolutely pantsed. Yes, yep. Uh, not the only person who's been pantsed by Bill Clinton in the White House. But George Bush, he actually played a key role in making The Simpsons famous. He did, and that's probably where the next political part of this comes in, in that it's their way of 
attacking him back after saying that we want to have more whatevers and less Bart Simpsons. Is it attacking him back, though? A little bit. I don't feel like this episode attacks George Bush. Not on a personal level, but they just poked fun at him in a slapstick way for 90 minutes. Oh, 90 minutes. For 20 minutes. Yeah, I'd love to know what George Bush actually thought, if he actually even knew. He would have had to have known it existed. Yeah. I don't know. Would he have watched it? He would have had to have. Yeah, of course he would. If he'd never watched it, he's not going to watch it. The Simpsons is one of the most popular shows on television, 1996. Yeah, but if you are the president... He wasn't Even an ex-president. An ex-president, yeah. You've got a pretty busy schedule. And not only that, for the last four years, everyone has been making fun of you. So you got, someone made fun of you, like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Throw it on the pile. It's not like, what? Trump would, to be fair. Trump would track that <laughs> shit down. Be like, get my TiVo. But Bush, I don't think... If he'd never watched The Simpsons before this... He's not going to have gone out of his way just because he was in it. Now, do you want to tell the listeners, for those who aren't aware, what George Bush and Barbara Bush actually did that made The Simpsons angry? Well, I, I hardly said speech. it then. I yeah. don't remember the full, full quote, but he was basically... He wants American families to be more like the Waltons and less the like Waltons. the Simpsons. Yeah, so it was attacking the values of the Simpsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Barbara Bush actually said in an interview... This tub was installed. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So basically saying that it's the worst show on television or something along gotcha. those lines, stupidest show on television or something okay. like that. Yeah. And then she actually wrote a letter retracting, retracting that, that yeah, yep, yep, yeah. yep. Getting to Bart, right? So Bart playing Dennis the Menace role in this mm. film, uh, in this episode, I feel like it's a little bit too much. It's hammed up a little bit too much where Bart is just being rude and he's not likable at all. I get that's, I know that's what they're going for, mm. but we've just come from Marge Be Not Proud where Bart shows that he can be mature and yeah. it goes to him going... Just being a, a rude... It's an episode that kind of needs to exist in its own bubble. Yeah, it does. And like I think as much as This many, is a very Bill and Josh episode. Yeah. As much as many episodes do have to exist in their own bubble, but this one, it's almost not even canon. Like, it's so... Di- in ways, it is so different that you just wipe the slate clean at the end of it. Which is where metagags such as the house. I've never seen this house before. Yeah. It's right across the street from us. Yeah. Which doesn't work because you've seen across the street many, many, many times. times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do like, though... The opening segment, where it's just the the rummage sale and things yep. like that. It's very simple. I love it when they sort of... Well, I was going to say, if that's opening segment... Oh, we're not going into the full review. I'm just saying, okay. I love it when they focus on town pride. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That, that, the sense of home... Even of, over rummage. Yes, yeah. On a Saturday morning, just walking down the street and that music's playing. It's just... I, I love that the feel. The dream police yes. that comes to me in my bed. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> Now, did you know that it originally wasn't going to be George Bush in this episode? There were a few candidates before George Bush. So it was going. They planned this two years in ahead in advance. Okay. George Bush won the yes, the the um the primary. Uh, so it was Richard Nixon, and then he passed away, so they couldn't use Richard Nixon. Okay. Um. Then they were going to use Bob Dole, but they thought he was too bland, so they didn't use Bob Dole. Mumbly Joe. Yes. <laughs> Um, actually, sorry, it was going to be Richard Nixon not, not replacing George Bush. Richard, Richard Nixon was going to move in across the street at the end. And then oh, it became Gerald, Gerald Ford. Ford. Yes. Okay. So it was always going to be Bush. Bush, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then it was going to be Richard Nixon. Then they, like, we can't really have him in because yep. he doesn't exist anymore. Yep. <laughs> and then obviously, who else would you run through? Not going to be Jimmy Carter. Because they always hang shit on Jimmy Carter. So yep. like, that's kind of beating a dead horse. Yep. But yeah. Uh, trivia? Do you want to get us some trivia? Please. Or do you want to do some new names? Uh, well, I do have a new name for this one. What it do you have for us? was President Company Accepted. I like it. I've got White House down the street. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> I mean, it made me think of White House down, which is a negative. <laughs> but outside of that... Wait wait till you see Olympus has fallen. I, oh, I, London has fallen. Good God, don't watch that movie. Why would I? You don't... Like, why would anyone watch... Gerard Butler, that's why. Yeah, no. He's a man. That's not <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, he's been awful for yeah. a decade. Yeah. He was I'm awful. Aware. He was always awful. I'm aware. He's never been good. Yeah, this is part of his biggest. Yeah, it was 300, which is... Oh. Which bored the fuck out of me, that movie. Yeah, like, they had some cool moments, like, arrows will blot out the sun, then we will fight in the shade. But that's not even Jared Butler's line. It's the best <laughs> fucking line from the movie, and it came from a no-name. I don't even know who... Oh. What does the price... Where did the apple come from, Dando? (laughs) Jerry Butler eating the crispiest, shiniest fucking apple in the middle of a battlefield after that first fight in 300. Where'd that come from? None of them got pants. No one's carrying a fruit bag. It came from catering. Where do you think it came from? No one had pockets. The only option is he had that uh, that apple tucked into his tiny little red Spartan jocks and then decided, yep. This is perfectly acceptable food to eat. Hey, why is someone wearing a digital watch in Titanic in the water? Well. Why, Mitch? Why? They won it in a hand of poker. 
They created it and then won it in Boca. Lucky hand. <laughs> what does the piece of the memoir say? It floats in front of the screen very quickly. Ah, oh, no, I didn't catch that. It's edited, so it's it's ripped. So it says VP Quail, and then it says embarrassment. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I I don't know a lot of Dan Quayle, uh, I but I don't <laughs> think he was a very well liked politician. Uh, George Bush was he a very well liked politician? I don't know. He's not on the Trump scale. Was Probably he? not. No, 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 no. Who was liked less? No one's on the Trump scale. George or his son? Um, I think... Well, it just... What happened with George is I think he was seen as not having a lot of power. My basic understanding of okay. it. Okay. Um, Let's just not get too political. Became but yeah. a bit of a political wet lettuce. Okay. I think that's kind of the way things worked for him. Fair enough. I'll I'll myself. All right, that's going in, including the laughter. So, okay, there was a little pause there, listeners, as Dando just put Jet outside. <laughs> you might be able to hear him barking. The most hilarious thing I've seen in the couple of years that we've been <laughs> doing this podcast. Came back, put the headphones on the wrong way around, firstly, and then yeah. twisted the back around, picked up your beer and talked into the bottle yeah. while the microphone laid at your feet. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, why can't I hear myself? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is... We've peaked. I'm done. Yeah. I'm stopping the show. Um, <laughs> trivia. Trivia. What state was the Sandcastle competition being held in? Oh, California? Ah, no, Delaware. Delaware. What time does Bart wake up Bush with the horn? Ooh. 1.36. 3.18. Okay. Nowhere near it on any of those numbers. Um, <laughs> apart from the fact that I got... You got one. Well, a one and the three transposed, and an eight is almost a six. <laughs> Just what? Like a seven's almost a nine. What time was the rummage sale? <laughs> Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Yeah, yes, well done. When was Grover Cleveland president? Ooh, two inconsecutive, two non-consecutive occasions. Ah, uh, he was the twenty. Was he the twenty-second and the twenty-fourth? So That's correct. Yeah, I'm going to say we're up to the fortieth now. So we're about nineteen nineteenth century. So, uh, so eight eighteen hundreds. Mm. Eighteen ninety. I'm trying to think now of what leap years were. Um, 1892 and... Uh, 93, 97. Pardon? 93, 97. 1897. And then did it Basic tick math? over into the next one? No. So, so that was the second eight, one. Okay, so 88. Sorry, 85 to 89. 85 to 89. You got there. <laughs> the reason I asked that was because Grandpa got spanked by Grover Cleveland. Ah, oh, right. I just randomly pick a fucking president. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next question from yourself. Um, what was Homer's disco jacket made out of? What material? Oh, they do say it. Fuck. Um, nah, it's lost. Dungaree. Dungaree, which, which is what? It's like a cloth, I think. It's a, okay. It's a double cloth layer. What isn't allowed at the rummage sale? Oh. Uh, it says no something, please. Is this on the flyer? On the flyer. They're called Parcheesi sets, which is like a little board game. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no Parcheesi sets, please. Is what it right. says on the so, board. it's obviously a board game a lot of people had and no one ever played. It must be, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, remember that game Trouble? Where you push the dome? Yeah, yeah. Loved that when I was a kid. I used to love it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Realise how painfully basic it is as mm. an adult when a nephew asked me to play it. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, I spent hours playing this as a yeah, kid. Yeah, I'm like, man, my dad was a better man than I realised. <laughs> <laughs> Where was George making a speech when he had his hair oh, hair all fucked up? I have no idea. I know it does say it on the sign. It's the, the Elks Club. Elks Club. Okay. Uh, what is Gerald Ford's license plate? Ooh. As he pulls in, you see it. Uh, G Ford 38. Mr. Dar. So Mr. D-U-H. D-U-H. Mr. Dur. Okay. Fair Mr. enough. That's it. I'm done for trivia. Cool. I've got a few more. What song is a poo listening to? And uh, I want it sung. In I've already sung it. I did it off the top Again, of the episode. I liked it. The dream police, they come to me in my bed. The dream police, they're driving me insane. Who sings it? I don't know. I'm just waiting for the documentary about myself to come out now. Um, that is sung by... They sing, if you want my love, yeah. you got it. It's not um, Cheap Trick, is it? Cheap Trick, yeah. yes. What's that other song? Flame. Ah. Uh, Whatever you want, I'll be with you, or something along those lines. Yeah, okay. You know the song. I probably would if they were classic eighties love ballad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what did Nelson? It was a, a, um, Dream Police was a, a Guitar Hero staple for me. Was it really? Yeah, I didn't remember being a yeah. Guitar Hero. I'm one of them. 
I remember uh might have been Guitar Hero three. I reckon it was the PlayStation three version. I think it was the damn it of Blink One Eight Two was my go to. Okay. And switch out of mine. Uh, what did Nelson buy at the rummage sale? You see him holding them in his hand when Homer's singing, Hey, big spender. Oh. Not rainbow suspenders, surely. No. <laughs> <laughs> He'd purchased a B-Sharps Bigger Than Jesus LP and a Lisa Lionheart doll. Oh, okay. Don't know why you'd buy them. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I do like that how there's a lot of back references to in the attic yeah. and on the table what they were selling. Like I didn't do it shirts. The Love Tonic was there as well. Yep. Marge's Ringo Starr painting, things like that. Uh, next question. What is the name of the delivery service that brings George Bush to uh, Springfield? No, no idea. World of Van Lines. Who was running with Bush when the dog was barking up the wrong bush? Um, Flanders would have been in there. No, he was not. Oh. Lenny? Lenny was one. Carl? Nope. Lovejoy? Lovejoy. The other person was someone that Flanders discusses his table. So it's a he. Uh, Come to this person's table if you want to buy Hibbert? this. Hibbert, yes. Yeah. I've got one more question. What did Gorbachev bring as a gift? Was it a coffee machine? Coffee maker, yeah, yeah. correct. Alrighty, so the original air date was January 14th. <laughs> I do love that. This happens every week. i got to get into Sorry. it. And you laugh. And then <laughs> Can't show weakness in front of the Russians. Yes. <laughs> this episode of Four Finger Discount is brought to you by Big Roddy's Rip and Rib Shack, Brisbane's home of delicious barbecue. Roddy's Rib Shack is one of Brisbane's favourite barbecue places. They serve up delicious food, not only ribs, but they do great burgers. They do veggie burgers, so they cater for all sorts. And you'll save 10% off your food and drinks bill with the code, it's a secret. Roddy's Ribs is also available for group bookings and functions. Head to bigroddysribs.com to find out more. The original air date, January 14th, 1996. There was no cou- uh, chalk gag, couch gag was that there was a hunter with family's heads on the wall and Homer was the rug, I right. believe. Yeah. So it kicks off with Homer bored on a Saturday afternoon watching television. Oh, throwback, by the way. So last week we were discussing, uh, on the subject of boring TV, we were discussing bowling, watching PBA Championship. Boring television? Um, the day after I get home, I flick on the Foxtel. There's a bowling match that they're referring to as like one of their majors, basically. It's a, it's it's the a championship game. Championship game in the biggest tournament they get. It was turn the Holy on, Rollers versus the Pin Palace. Turn on with a couple frames to go. Dude needs three strikes in the 10th to win by a pin. It was intense. Didn't get it, but holy shit, was it good watching. That guy sitting in the back thought he had the game won, then he fucked up the last bowl. Dude with his head in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking to the crowd. Don't joke, don't joke, don't joke. He's walking off going, well, that's why you make strikes. Yeah. Like, it was just, I was like, oh my God, this is like Kingpin come yes. to life. <laughs> it was so good. How that twenty-two-year-old? How much was he like Bill Murray? Yeah, like without he was the smug hair, as fuck. Yeah, but I would not have been surprised if he pulled out a, a red rose bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Oh, wait, wait, uh, that was the other bit. What state was that in? Was it Wisconsin? Uh, was it? It wasn't Wisconsin or something. But he tried to give it a like as he's got his trophy. He's like, "What's up, Wisconsin?" I didn't even watch that part. Did he really? Yes. Was it awkward as? A little bit. Did anyone say anything? Well, you were at the bowling. What are you going to do, mate? Yeah, there was, there was <laughs> like 50 people in the crowd. Yeah. That. They'd all rushed off to get some twisties and beer. <laughs> From the vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> twisties is a staple when you go bowling. From yeah. the vending machine. When yeah, vending exactly. machine, it's always... It was either burger rings or twisties. Yeah. But then burger rings started giving me ulcers. Don't know why. They still do. Yeah, okay. That's weird. Something in the ingredients. Yeah. But do you red or green twisties? It's got to be green. Green's preference. Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what is the red flavor? Is it cheese? Yeah, cheese. Cheese, okay. So, Homer is bored watching Saturday afternoon television. As I was saying before, this is me when the football season's over. There's just nothing to watch yeah, on Saturday right. afternoon. Yeah, Think, what's on television on a Saturday afternoon? Um, now we have the option of putting, you know, Netflix or something. Yeah, on. I was going to say. But back in 1996. Hmm. Jesus, I must have gone outside. <laughs> <laughs> must have Not a, for long. Must have had a friend. <laughs> No, movies. Backyard, so, backyard cricket? I'd have walked to the video store. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, no. Back then, state cricket. Mercantile Mutual Cup. Oh, you watch that? St- mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what was it? Um, you won't be watching it for much longer. It's... Uh, oh, you got Fox uh, Delphi, right. State versus state. Uh, state for something for the state that's best. It's one day cricket. Us against the rest. That's right, It's yeah. tough as tough. The action's non-stop. It's the Mercantile Mutual Cup. There we you go. had so much fun doing that. Just remembered like footage of Martinelli at an Ian Harvey. Anyway, that's what was on Saturday afternoons <laughs> after footy season. If Victoria weren't playing, no, I didn't care. No. Well, the whole song was based around Victoria. Yes. <laughs> Marge suggested he start sending out flyers for the Brummage Show that's happening. I'm assuming the week after next week. Yeah. Uh, or reading first. Why don't you read? Because I'm trying to reduce, reduce my-, my boredom. You can go do this. It'd be good for exercise. Uh, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, boy, takes Bart for a walk. And this is where I said I love the vibe of it, the music playing. It's very Marge in Springfield Connection. You know, she's yeah, down yeah, the yeah. street and it's just yep. you know, upbeat and stuff. Everyone's living their life. It's a real sense of community. It reminded me of just getting up on a... I love it when I get up on a Saturday morning and I accomplish something, whether it means going to the market or going shopping and doing something, get back home, mm. and it's still only like 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. You've done something already and it's still early morning. I just love yep. that, knowing that I've got the whole day to myself to do whatever yeah. I want. Business is taken care of. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's next, world? Now it's Because to- I'm a fucking <laughs> challenge-destroying machine. Now it's time to cook something really good for breakfast. Well, what's your Saturday or Sunday morning staple? When you get at home and you've got time to cook something... Uh, Boston baked beans. Quick, a quick version of Boston baked beans done in a frying pan, not Nic- the oven. Nicola does just a spinach, cheese, egg, just omelette, uh, hollandaise for me. Okay, nice. I can love it. So good. Just the sauce. Just the sauce. <laughs> just does the just drink that shit down. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> they come across a poo who's having the time of his life because the squishy mm. machine's not working at the moment. Yeah. That's brilliant footage of uh, Jimbo swimming in with the guys in scuba gear trying to fix it to steal some beer. It reminded me of things like Who Dads Wins where people have to get into a bar full of jelly yeah. to try and find a $50 note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring that show back. Yeah, that could easily come back. How people are just and as get willing. get Mike Whitney to do it as people well. People are just as willing to debase themselves for... Gladiator, are you ready? Remember him small amounts of money. Yeah. Mike they Whitney. probably... For inflation, they probably wouldn't be able to get away with giving away 20 bucks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they might need to step it up a bit. And if you can reach down to this bowl of pig guts, we'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, oh, who dares wins crossed with saw? Mike, would you like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> and catch people off guard. If used to, when we used to catch people off guard and make them do something they didn't want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just walk into their workplace. And they're like, yeah. right, you're coming on to jump off a fucking building. They're like, yeah. what? Oh, that's right, because yeah. they're always dobbed in by everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, if you can wear this helmet made out of nails for 45 minutes, I will give you $20. <laughs> How good would that be? Let's make a skit. Three days win, saw version. <laughs> I hope you've had your wheat picks. <laughs> Let's just stop this podcast. It can't get funnier than that. <laughs> well, it can. You spoke into a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that after I'd done it, I went, Brendan, get a hold of yourself. The thing is, I saw it happening. I went, surely he won't. <laughs> Good old Evergreen Terrace, the swankiest street in the classiest part of Press Board Estate. Well, if you love it so much, why are you always littering? It's easier, duh. Have you ever littered? Be honest. Uh, oh, well, I I've mean, ne- I've in, ne- my, in my life, yeah, but I would tr- desperately try to avoid it. I will hang I- on to something in my hand for a very long time looking for a bin. Yeah, the only time I've ever littered is if something, a piece of paper is blown out of my hand, and it gets to the point where it's just not worth chasing anymore, yeah, but the yeah, wind's yeah. just taking it. The wind mocks you. You, yeah. pick it up, you go to pick it up five or six times, you but, know, that, that's not coming back. I love watching people trying to pick it up, and they can't pick it up, because yeah. it's just too flat. Yeah. Anyway, so Pooh then uh, sprays Bart. And then they come across the mansion, and we get the gag we mentioned before. I've never seen this before. Yeah, and it instantly instantly sets up that Homer's not going to like whoever lives there. Yeah, true. Just the fact that whoever lives there has more than he does, and he does not like that. Homer yelling at the guy who doesn't live there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Homer and Marge are in the attic, and they're going through things to sell. Now, this is Nicola and I going through shit. Hmm. Nicola saying, this, we just throw this out. No, are you crazy? It's a magazine from 1997. <laughs> we can't get rid of that. Look at all the cool... All the cool articles involving Jim Carrey from The Mask. Yeah, look at... That's a copy of Empire suggesting that Tobey Maguire might be the Marlon Brando of his day. You can't get rid of this. Whatever happened to that guy? Um, he, still did, he did see Biscuit. That's the last time I remember seeing yeah. him. Yeah. He did The Good German, which was a pretty small movie with George Clooney. Don't know what's going on with him. You know anymore. who I reckon is going to make a comeback? Brendan Fraser. Hmm. Maybe. I feel like he's someone that people can get behind a comeback. I thought the mum, the mummy already was his comeback. Yeah, the mummy was his breakout. The mummy, the first no, mummy. He's, he did uh, Dudley Do-Right and stuff before that. He was Dudley in school ties. after the mummy, wasn't it? No, it was well, well before. Oh, George of Jungle was 97. Yeah. Dudley Do-Right must have been, what, maybe 98 then. Yeah. The mummy was 99. Yeah. He had everything. He had the looks. He had the charm. He, had, he, he was funny as well when he wanted to be. I've always felt his chin was a bit too square. His whole head was very blocky. Yeah, just kept going. Oh, I suppose he was in Encino Man. Yeah, that was he like was. Ninety three. Yeah, that was a great movie. As bad as it is, let's let's not be careful throwing around around words. Very <laughs> <laughs> important. Word, poorly sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Homer is not impressed that Marge wants to throw out all this stuff. No, He's just saying no. We can't get rid of it. We get the Ayatollah shirt. Yeah, it works for any Ayatollah. Yes, 
One of those moments where Homer's smarter than he normally is. Yeah, exactly. Just to get a point across, Marge covering the S. Great way of getting around the senses of Ayatollah Asahola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't need this. Which, Marge, that's the rhinestone knight's fashion gun. I needed to rhinestone up my old clothing. Who's Disco Stew? Oh, uh, I wanted to write Disco Stud, but I ran out of space. Not that Disco Stew didn't get his share of the action. Did you ever have, like, your favorite piece of clothing that you felt like, if I wore this, chicks are going to love it? Mickey Mouse bomber jacket. It was a uh, letterman jacket. Black felt, red leather. Um, Did chicks actually like it, though? Or is it one of the things you thought chicks would like it? Uh, both. No, I don't know. Um, No, I would... <laughs> The issue with that jacket is it only fit me up until the age of seven, but it's <laughs> it's still so it wasn't so Strut. much it wasn't so much for chicks, but it is still my favorite piece of clothing, and I wish I could wear it now. Yeah, it is the coolest item I've ever owned. <laughs> we get the Evergreen Terrace rummage sale. It's very much like like a like a Paco Festa kind of vibe to it. Just mm. people everywhere in the main street. Yeah. Now, are we supposed to believe that everyone here lives on Evergreen Terrace? Supposedly, or Evergreen Terrace stretches a long way. Continuity, people. Continuity. Um, I guess you could bring stuff down to it. Maybe Evergreen Terrace is hosting. I guess. But then Homer says, anyone here live on Evergreen Terrace? A lot of people say yes. Yeah. Even Wiggum. He's like, no, Wiggum doesn't live there. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Flanders is then being the MC of the of the day. You would love mm. to be an MC of a, of a rummage sale. I watched oh. I'm like, this is what Mitch would love to do. Oh, I don't know Taking about that. Taking the piss out of everything. Taking the piss, yes. Um, Just candy, Ned. $90. <laughs> That's a very funny line. <laughs> candy her, dish. Her anger. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could put a lot of things. No! <laughs> Just candy, Ned. $90. <laughs> and she's, it's funny because she was the same woman that gave Bart like 50 cents for five days. Yeah, work. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Skinner and the tie rack is the pick oh, for me. Of I love scene. the meta joke here of, well, only have one tie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you interested in that motorized tie rack, Principal Skinner? It's awfully loud. Well, you can always take the motor out and use it as an ordinary tie rack. <laughs> but now the ties are motionless. Nose and back are virtually inaccessible. Well, it's a moot point as I have only one tie to begin with. I believe I'll pass. Have you sold that tie rack yet? No. I'll take it. And then later, for the man who has everything, a tie rack motor. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> And, and dis- like Disco Stew, we get Disco Stew actually in there with the jacket. I now, can't believe he was introduced so late. You're right. Like, it's amazing. He feels so ingrained in the series that he. It's staggering that he's only just come in. Yeah, yeah. he was originally going to be voiced by Phil Hartman as well. Yeah, right. But because um, there was some sort of rescheduling going on that Phil couldn't make it, so that's yep. why they got Hank to do it instead. Gotcha. And also, he wasn't going to look like the way he does now with the, with the afro and everything. He was originally going to look like a withered old John Travolta. Right. Well, that probably would have suited a Phil Hartman voice a bit more. It would fair. have. So what happens after Disco Stu gets introduced? Homer takes over from Flanders. Yeah, and so basically, decides Ned's too boring, boring, and we get the big... Who thinks he could shut up? <laughs> we get the big song and dance number, Hey Big Spender. Yes. Which um, is originally going to be another song by a guy called Tom Lehrer, or okay. something who writes political parody songs. Okay, right. But they didn't like it, so they replaced it with the Table 5, Table 5. Yeah, okay. I love... Wiggum grooving in the background. As much as he's got Disco Stu dancing, yeah. Wiggum in the background just getting his little bop on with the um, electronic keyboard. Homer Very wearing cool. his cap. He's yeah. his hat. <laughs> that's so good. Um, while all that's going on, though, Bush moves in. He does. Yeah. And steals Homer's thunder. Yes. Because no one's paying attention anymore. I love that even Ned runs across. Yeah. And the little sparks as the microphones run yeah. up. Yeah. I, I was watching this with headphones on. That hurt my ears. Oh, really? Was it that loud? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Play it now and hurt everyone else's ears. <laughs> really, really loud. Hi there, neighbors. Uh, I'm George Bush. Former President George Bush. Oh, okay, let's give it up for the new guy. So is the joke here that they didn't know he was president first? Yes. Just like as in the joke is just that people from Springfield are that clueless. Yeah, but I just felt like the way they were sitting their mouth agaped. Why were they sitting their mouth agaped? Because well, someone's moved into the giant house, Dando. He's a rich man. And he goes too far, but he never goes down it anyway. Okay. 
He can rely on the Congress money. Just, He's a rich boy. I just think it would have looked funnier if they were just looking at him as if just deadpan, just confused, as opposed mm. to <gasps> shocked and in awe. It should have been, I'm George Bush, and they're just looking at him as if to say, yeah. and who's that meant to be? As opposed to, oh, wow. Yeah, looking right. Him. Yeah, no, I'll go with you on that. But I th- still think that that's what they're aiming yeah, for. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Homer is just not happy. He's just basically, it's like when Bart wants attention. Look at me, look yeah. at me, look at me. And no one's giving him anything. We come back and Homer is just very annoyed looking at George Bush, who's just mowing his lawns, being a normal person, and Homer doesn't like it. No. One thing, did you notice that Lisa... If Lisa didn't vote for him. Yes. Lisa only speaks once in this entire episode. Mm. And it's in this scene. That's very interesting. Mm. Um, She says 30 words. That's it. Yeah, right. Easy paycheck for Yardley. Yes, it was. Uh, She's basically saying that while she doesn't agree with these policies, she's happy to have a celebrity in the neighborhood. Yeah, okay. Did Bush run on a Bart killing policy? Maybe. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> but it's just that the whole Homer being annoyed, there's no real reason for him to hate Bush. Bush has done nothing wrong. No. He's just come to a small town. He's come to Springfield. What was it because of the lowest voting? Yeah, lo- lowest um, voter turnout. Yeah, voter turnout, yeah. So then the Flanders go to visit Bush. And he's very much like Ned Flanders. This is my wife, Barbara. Call her Bar. Would you like some lemonade? Tip top notch. Oakley dokley. Thankily dankily. Great delicious. Scrub diddle horrific. Fine and dandy like sour candy. candy. Bar's a whiz with cold drinks, aren't you, Bar? Don't understand lemonade myself. Not my forte. That delivery of forte is bar brilliant. Is, uh, don't understand lemonade myself. Not my forte. Yes. <laughs> so, so good. I absolutely Don't understand. It. That's the best part And I don't it. know why that's so funny. It's just. It, I think it's just the way it was delivered. Yeah, it's just the delivery. <laughs> um, so I love the Secret Service guys as well early, like, uh, your business here, Mr. Flanders? <laughs> yes. Like, it's just like it's coming in to meet the president. Like, he, they, they're not out of that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Go- the... What are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm here to punch George Bush in the face. Is okay. Is he expecting you? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's good to be amongst average people with no hopes or dreams. Yes. That's a very funny <laughs> line. We're not all good people. Now, I'm, think- I'm watching this thinking, shut up, Rod and Todd. <laughs> well, fuck you guys. He's a bad little yeah, yes. boy. Don't scare the president. <laughs> It's a. I love it though with the music cue. Bart going past on the skateboard, yep. and then seeing it from Bart's perspective, and they're just yeah, looking at him yeah, like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's <laughs> very well done. Get the so after that we get um, George Bush running. He's on his sort of daily exercise routine that we're discussing before, and a genuinely great line from Homer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those phonies sucking up to Bush. <laughs> I guess you might say he's barking up the wrong. Bush. <laughs> there it is, Homer. The cleverest thing you'll ever say and nobody heard it. Go! It's a really funny moment to yeah. see Homer be clever and not only be clever, clever enough to realise that he was clever and it was wasted. I feel like it's been a while since we've had a Homer talking to his brain. Feels that way. Yeah. But I always lose track of when they do and don't happen, exactly, to be yeah, perfectly yeah. honest. Bush is then relaxing after his run. Yeah. This is where he gets to meet Bart. So he, he reads Time Magazine with Clinton. Hayes yeah, yeah. is the new guy, yeah. which is funny. But it's, it's funny because it's realistic. Because if you were president, you would, you, oh. a, a small part of you would enjoy the next guy yeah. getting hazed. Yeah. You go out, you put your feet up, go, spotlight's off me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Bart arrives. Hello, Mr. Bush. George, this is a neighborhood boy, Bart Simpson. He came over to say hi. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's this? My electric card shuffler. Don't go near that. Now, I told you. Oh, those cards were from Air Force One, and they only give you so many packs. Oh, George, boys will be boys. Bart's just being friendly. Why don't you get off that sofa and show Bart your photos? Oh, but he'll gunk them all up. His hands are probably covered with mud and cookies. Well, I probably stole a napkin. Going through photos, and this is where I just wrote, Bart is just so... Overbearingly annoying. Who's yeah. that, George? Yeah. Who's that, George? Welcome to the 20th yeah, yeah, century, yeah. George. It's just I tell too you, much. welcome to the 20th century, George. As a kid, loved that line. Really? Yeah, because you know you're a kid and he's back chatting an adult and that sort of thing. Like I 100% would have used that line when I was a kid to adults so trying to tell me what to do. Were you a eight year old going? We don't need no one to tell us what to do. Um, Prisoner of Society. I'm not the- sure if Prisoner of Society come out at that age, but 90, it might have. 1997 came out. Okay, well, I was close. Nine year old. Um, I was probably more Beastie Boys, fight for you, right? <laughs> As a four-year-old. Kick it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they remade that song. It was on Pepsi Max Hits, like, volume something. Yeah, okay. And I was like, this isn't the Beastie Boys. 
It was, it was more like an upbeat kind of version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was similar. To, I remember they re-released that um, "You Sexy Thing" by Rod Stewart by a band called Entrance. Do you remember that yes, song? Yes, I do. And Kung Fu Fighting got remade yeah. by. Let's not get into the nineteen um, nineties of <laughs> dance mixes of good songs. But um, what I will recommend people check out is the half hour video on YouTube, "Fight for Your Right Revisited." Oh yes, with Will Ferrell, John C. Yeah. Riley, Elijah Wood. Um, Jack Black. There was no need for them to make that just because they wanted to. Just because they wanted to. <laughs> and it starts with them as Beastie Boys now getting basically kicked out of the party in the exact room that they were singing in the Fight for Your Right film clip. And so it just good. goes on a fucking journey from there that has to be seen to be believed. Yes. Bush is then ordering Krusty Burger and Homer's running late because he wants to get those breakfast balls. <laughs> this love- is amazing. Hmm. You mentioned it before. Crusty burger. How good's that? That's that my favourite moment of the whole episode. Doesn't sound too appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment that won me over. I was like, this is fucking incredible. Crusty <laughs> burger. That doesn't sound very appetizing. <laughs> Look, it really doesn't. If you didn't know what Crusty Burger was, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If right. all you're reading is Crusty Burger, you're yeah. like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love the way like when you get home up. Hey, Bush, move your fanny. Yeah. The Secret Service guy just quietly, calmly dealing with it. Like, I love the fact that a Secret Service guy can deal with any problem. I just love that he has Ray to solve all these, all these problems. Yeah. Ray, go see what the big hoopla is. Yeah. Just goes, <laughs> uh, not completely disarms the horn, but just unplugs it back in the car. But you're right, though. That line of, it's more of a weekend thing, yeah. Ray. <laughs> Fuck, that is good. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> Speaking of cheeseburger, you had a cheeseburger pizza today. Mm. Yeah, from um, Pizzas with Attitude. Yeah, delicious. It was surprisingly tasty. Uh, this what was this it? cheeseburger was worth eating. Uh, yeah, tomato, cheese, onion, pickles, mince. mince As opposed meat. to the 14 cheeseburgers you ate yeah, which 12 months ago. Won't be happening again anytime <laughs> soon because <laughs> I don't see your team beating my team by that margin for at least this season. <laughs> we get back to the household uh, as another little bit of Bart just being... Overbearing, yeah. Like you know, how'd you get those, George? You're not president. You have to be oh, president. Well, we get him in yeah. the garden first. Oh, with, with Barb. This is yeah, they're yeah. sort of in, making it out that Barb just forgives Barb for everything. Yeah. When yeah, really yeah. she should be. He goes through their house and looks for candy and shit. Yeah. She's, she's like, just, oh, he's just a kid. She's a forgiving. No, he's a naughty she's kid. She's a forgiving lady. If if you if your next door neighbor's kid was coming into your house doing this shit, would you let it fly? No, but maybe as a ex as an ex first lady maybe I'd have a different set of perspectives on the world maybe well she did let people walk in when she was in the bar oh yeah that's true she's a very but they had the passes she's, she's very um it's a wonder they didn't recognize her but she's a very warm lovely woman. old woman yeah. yeah 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 um but anyway like the the next line that I really liked because of how quickly bush gets exasperated with it it's like you have to be president you're not president yes i am no you're not <laughs> bar <laughs> yes <laughs> It's exactly how an old guy would react. Yeah. Just, oh, get out. <laughs> but now, do you remember what it was that Bart was playing? It was the Alpenhorn from oh, yeah, yeah. Helmet Cole. Who, Helmet. Who, who's that? Oh, fuck if I know. Fuck if I know as well. <laughs> I was going to research, but I thought you might do it. Do presidents actually get their own pajamas that they get to keep? I presume. That'd be cool. I feel like you get the White House insignia on a lot of things. I also love... So, I love in Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, the Barack Obama episode, where they're in the Beast, the limo, and they're in the, Jerry looks at the White House insignia, he's like, this is cool, I want this. He's like, you can't have that. <laughs> he's like, no, no, I'm going to get this in my car. <laughs> like, it's Jerry going, believe me, I will make this happen. <laughs> I have the money to do and, this. And Barack going, I'm the president, I'm telling you, you can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the... The Air Force One card. They only give you so many packs. Yeah. <laughs> but, as we said, going through the cupboards looking for the candy. Hey, where's your candy? We don't have any now. Go away. George! Older people don't eat much candy, Bart. But I could bake you some cookies if you like. <sighs> Can't remember the last time she made cookies for me. What's that? No, no nothing. Homer's then reading the book. This is great. Yeah, his story checks out. His story out. checks out. <laughs> <laughs> This scene was merely intru- uh, put in just to break it up. Yeah, and it's funny as hell. Yeah, all you need, all you need to do is keep the car full of gas. No problem. And then the panicked look and the camera panning over to it. Brilliant. Yeah. But uh, Bush is then finishing off his memoirs. Yeah. And since I've achieved all my goals as president in one term, there was no need for a second. The end. Mmm, good memoirs. Good, not great. 
I don't know why I always found that so funny, but it's just brilliant. You really? I feel sorry for Bush in this scene. Bar just bursts oh, in and ruins his fucking memoirs. That's a big task. Yes. <laughs> on a fucking typewriter. <laughs> yeah. To write. Or as, um, if for those uh, Burn After Reading fans out there, his memoir. Yeah. Um, but it's just the fact that it's. Imagine not, if we just finished Homer's Odyssey yeah. on a typewriter. Yeah. It's not saved anywhere. It's not no. backed up and it's gone. Yeah. I, I did love the touch of him not saying but, saying, now don't you pull that cord, young man. Yeah. It's yeah, such yeah. an old guy thing to say. Yeah. Young man. Yeah. Um, you get it's, it's the 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 model's gone loco is a little bit of a wacky kind of yeah. cut to the animation is brilliant from the exterior yeah um I'd like that you do see Bart realize that he's gone too far that moment of fear does he he kind of cowers a little bit as Bush is coming but he, to but him. then he keeps keeps it going like it's that well man oh like, after that yeah yeah, yeah. where is that like, during yeah, yeah no not during that moment afterwards yeah. once it's, <laughs> once he's realized he's like oh that's a lot of uh, whoa. Nothing. <laughs> I'm in an awful lot of trouble here. <laughs> I'm going to do something your father should have done a long time ago. Now, i got to feel like a lot of parents would not mind if someone spanked their kid for doing that. Once. Yeah. <laughs> One slap on the bum. Or was it twice? Was it once or twice? Once or twice. I think it was yeah. twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like in a lot of cases, in Australia in particular, it would be like, he hit me. What'd you do? Well, I, I destroyed his memoirs. <laughs> I'd hit you too. <laughs> but, but see, Bud didn't... Go get me a fucking beer. Bud didn't tell him that he destroyed the memoirs. Yeah, true. So if your kid just Oh, came, that's right. You find that out Yeah, later. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you didn't tell me. As if to say, he deserved it. <laughs> but you obviously gone back home and done exactly what any 10-year-old kid would do. Go back yeah. home and say, he hit me. What'd you do? I did nothing. Yeah. I was just there. I just wanted cookies. Yes, yes, yes. So Homer just goes crazy. Yeah. Storms over there. Hey, Bush! Get out here! Excuse me, sir. Where are you going? I'm going to punch George Bush in the face. Okay, is he expecting you? You owe me an apology. Hey, you owe me an apology. If you were any kind of a father, you'd have disciplined that boy a long time ago. You want to step back, sir? You're trampling the flowers. Ooh, hiding behind your goons, eh, Bush? Oh, well, you are a wimp. Wimp, am I? Agent Johnson, Agent Height, you men stand down. All right, mister. You want trouble, you're going to get trouble. Oh, I want trouble, all right. Then you're going to get trouble. No, you're going to get trouble. Oh, that's good. That's good, because I want trouble. Then we're agreed there'll be trouble. Oh, yeah, lots of trouble. Trouble it is. For you. Don't! I love that you think something bad is going to happen. Well, it's building to something. They're walking towards each other. Sleeves getting rolled up. Mm. Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> just all talk. We come back from commercial. And basically, it's just escalating pranks. Yes. That's their first step. So, bottle rockets and toe touches. Um, the, I love George's retaliation. The bad neighbours. Uh, I don't understand. Are you saying you and Barr are bad neighbours? <laughs> no! The, the, it's the man and the boy. The <laughs> boy's name is Barr. I don't know what the... Barr, what's the man's name? I'm not getting involved, George. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a... Perfect line. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting involved, George. It's like the um, Billy Madison. Don't put it out with your boots, Ted. <laughs> George Bush is old man, whatever his name <laughs> is. Old man Wilson, whatever yeah, yeah. the shit on his boot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Homer and Bart then do the cardboard cutout prank with the wig and the glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pranks are extreme. They are. They go to elaborate lengths. <laughs> George Bush has done nothing wrong. Yeah. Nothing wrong. <laughs> the thing is... You watch this and you somehow are still rooting for Homer and Bart. Yeah, because it's George Bush. (laughs) See, when I was a kid, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So that was lost on me. Yeah, okay. As a kid, you also don't recognise that they're in the wrong, though. That's true. You don't, yeah. Bush has to do the speech, doesn't he? Yeah, the speech was the week. Any questions? Keeping in mind, I already explained about my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Then it just transitions to him doing... Now, this is the first time he's actually retaliated properly. Yeah. He's fucked up their lawn big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and a great line from Boba. Possibly favourite line of the episode. Delivery is amazing. President Bush is driving on our lawn. He must be lost. He's not lost. Looks like we're experiencing some blowback from the Whig offensive. It's time to hit him where he lives. His house? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> that is. This pos- is obviously blowback from the Whig offensive. Yes. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's very it's very sitcom-y now, isn't it? Or 
beyond that. But there's nothing even. There's nothing happening. It's just two neighbors just back and forth. Oh, them. in that regard, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Yes, it's almost like you said. It lives in its own bubble. It's very unsimpsony because it's just so. It's wacky, but it's also not wacky. Yeah. The, the the scenario of George Bush living with the Simpsons is ridiculous. The what of what's happening, yeah. but the driving hate, underlying hatred of your neighbour is not. It's just a back yeah. and forth, yeah. So what does Homer do? What's his plan? Uh, locusts. Yes. They take to the sewers, they're going to release locusts. From the Bible. What would God do? <laughs> All in the Bible, son. It's pranks pranks to his Bible. Bush sees him as he's walking off, jumps down. Mm. Bush is a bit of a badass. Oh, now. badass here. <laughs> Here's a little something I learned in the CIA. And Homer's just like, shit's getting real. <laughs> <laughs> but then throws a locust and he gets attacked by the locust. Yep. Meanwhile, Gorbachev has rocked up. He's going to give him the housewarming gift. Yep. Comes out of the sewer. They're strangling each other. What does Gorbachev say? Gorbachev, Gorbachev. Gorbachev, okay. Clearly, I know nothing about Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, what does he say? Something about Newsweek. I see, I see, I see you strangling local oaf. Uh, yeah, Something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Yeah. But then... Barbara makes George apologize to Homer when Homer should be apologizing to him. Barbara yeah. should be apologizing. But yeah. we skipped over the line, by the way, of the, you didn't tell me you destroyed <laughs> yeah. his memoirs. At that point, in any normal show, that is where Bar- Homer would go, no, apologize to the guy. But no, the Simpsons just pull the rug out. Yeah. Homer straight away, never. I love the animation that's going on in the faces here. Homer has a silent look of indignation and in the, his face. The nod. Yeah. 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 Damn straight. I am aggrieved. <laughs> and not only that, the look on Gorbachev as he's looking at Bush going, Smug. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chalmers seeing Skinner's mum. Yeah. Like, so much of that. There is so much said just in the way their faces are drawn. It's fucking brilliant animation. Saying something to the driver in Russian, making a joke to themselves that you don't know what they say. Yeah. So he apologizes, then Homer just being the dick that he is, rubs it in his face. I'm sorry I spanked your boy, Homer. What? In your face, Bush! No, apologize for the tax sake. Homer is very unlikable in this episode when you really think about it. He's a ho- um, horrible, oh, yes. Barton Homer horrible person. Horrible people in this episode. Yeah. Uh, the Bushes then move out because George has just had enough. He's not putting up with this shit anymore. Barbara and Marge would have become good friends. They would have, yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame because Marge needs friends. She doesn't have any. Mm. They leave and then who rocks up? Former President Gerald Ford. Pleased to meet you. I just moved in. My name is Jerry Ford. <gasps> Former President Gerald Ford? Put it there. I'm Homer Simpson. Say, Homer, do you like football? Do I ever? Do you like nachos? Yes, Mr. Ford. Well, why don't you come over and watch the game and we'll have nachos and then some beer? Ooh. Jerry, I think you and I are going to get along just I love the episode. I really, really have always enjoyed it for the subtlety. Like, it's the smaller moments in the episode that I like more than the big ones. Not that I dislike the big ones, but it's the, yeah, as we've discussed, the, some of the small things are just delivered so well. It's a great actor's episode. Particularly Harry. Harry did such a great job. Yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, fast food restaurants need to diversify and start selling stew. True. I learned it's Gorbachev, not Gorbachev. <laughs> You clearly didn't from the episode. You learned that from the episode review. <laughs> uh, oh, we do have a uh, suggested title. Oh. Brendan R. Quinn. New title for Two Bad Neighbours. Bart gets hit by a president. Pretty good. Yeah. Well done. Um, also, uh, well, yeah, also says that it might be nice to give a shout out to Barbara Bush. Um, yep. Barbara in uh, v- very bad poor health. health at the moment and has decided to stop seeking medical treatment to prolong her life so she is not in a great way no she's just must be in a point where she just had enough yeah i guess like if it's, if it's an ongoing terminal illness sometimes you just just fair go. enough i'm not going to get better yeah. from that we'll go to charles mccarthy um <laughs> good luck mate <laughs> Short time. Oh, the poor dog. <laughs> Short time listener, first time emailer. Uh, love the podcast, but only recently rediscovered it within the last five months or so. There have been a couple of things that we've said that uh, has made him want to write in, but nothing that's actually inspired him until uh, until now. Oh, after listening to the review of Homer the Vigilante, hmm. um, which is in my top five reviews episodes of all time it in is. the Homer's Odyssey book, yeah. Uh, so anyway, during the this is a bit of a throwback, but I don't mind going to this. During the it's under a big T bit, there's a sign at the big theater which says Ice T appearing with Booker T in yeah, concept. The wrestler, yeah. Uh, I mentioned that, and you had no idea who Booker T was. 
uh, yeah, he said so. It was adorable, adorable to hear you two come up with ideas for the identity of this Booker T person, <laughs> because uh, we never. Uh, he says we never got it. So what? I would have got Booker T. Booker T. Jones, band leader, organ and piano player. I wouldn't player know who it really was. Of Booker T. and the MGs. <laughs> he even says here, no, Dando, it's not Booker T. The wrestler. <laughs> Sucker. Uh, so I, I enjoy that. I like that he's written in to correct you, and then you still made the same mistake before I got. <laughs> I to knew the it correction. wasn't. The, it was, Booker T. wasn't even a wrestler when this episode, episode came out. I don't think. Anyway, uh, that went well. Um, he, uh, Charles goes on. It turns out he's a big fan of Booker T. and the MGs. Um, I'm not going to read the rest of it because, you know, I prefer to only read praise directed at us, not at other bands that I haven't heard of. But still, um, I am going to get on Spotify and check out some of Booker T's best work. Cool. Sounds good. Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh! Mailbag, what do you got for us? That was the mailbag. That's it. Done. Finished. No, but I mean, it was in the mailbag. Oh, I thought it was... Don't face- try to remind me to get back to the mailbag. That you're... was the mailbag. I thought you you went from Facebook new names to that. No, that was... The was new, that an email? The new name new was an email. Ah, okay. Don't okay. presume. I love to presume. Tom Weiss. Um, I love the uh, I love your frozen fruit and yogurt bars, <laughs> Tom. Um, Mitch and Dando, my name is Tom. I've been a listener since Deep Space He's Homer. friends with um, Big Roddy's Ribs, Henry and... So- and Henry Cody. Sabah. Yes. Saba. 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 <laughs> Everything the sauce touches. Um... Uh, so basically Henry gave him a recommendation he says to say that he loves the show basically if anyone ever shows even the slightest hint that they've seen at least one Simpsons episode I'll pull up the podcast and give it a rave review and glowing recommendation thank you Tom he recently also became a Patreon about two months ago so appreciate that travels between Brisbane and the Gold Coast for work uh, for work Uh, listening to a four finger discount makes the one and a half hour commute actually bearable he has a question. He's unfamiliar with the works of the latest uh, seasons of The Simpsons, but he understands that they've been doing an increasing number of throwbacks and callbacks to earlier seasons. You mentioned this. You said you were watching them and you saw a few of them? Uh, I've heard of a couple. Okay. Not so much watching. However, <laughs> what... I don't watch the new episodes. Don't no, 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 that's not what I mean. Like, I, know, just, yeah. I haven't seen it. But what do you think of an idea where they take a throwaway line or moment that could be expanded upon and make a whole episode that does a throwback? That is to say, in Burns' hair... Homer uh, is discovered to sit in the toilet eating flowers, and Bart says, so that explains his mysterious trip to Holland. Could they elaborate on that and get an episode of Homer travelling to Holland? They can do an episode about whatever they want, but that could work. That could work. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether... An episode about Homer seeing someone say goodbye to his shoes. (laughs) Finally answer that age-old question. Well, that age-old question did get answered by the person who wrote it. Really? Yeah. He said, Bill Oakley said it was meant to be referring to Hank just throwing the shoes. Well, Bill, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even if you wrote it, and that's the idea that you came up with. Oh wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was the other way around. Fuck, I'm confused. But the, he did go on Twitter and he did answer it. All right. Well, if that's the way it was done, that's not the right way for I'm, it. To actually, I think it might have been the other way around. Actually, I'm, I don't know. I Bill and I are pretty tight. Yes. And we think the same <laughs> yeah. way. So I don't think that he would have done it in that reference because it's a it's it's a much funnier actually, joke. Actually, I think it was it's a previous time. It is. I yeah. Him writing, it's yeah. a much funnier joke to leave it up to the viewer's imagination exactly. as to what could have happened yes anyway yes once <laughs> that's so good i hate that we've already reviewed that episode for patreon can we just review it again when we get to it <laughs> uh tom also wants to get our address to send us something 23 <laughs> uh tom i will let uh dando email you offline okay um but thank you very much and we appreciate it mark burgess hey chaps Firstly, thanks for the insightful floaty penis in the bath regalement from Mitch. I've always wondered if you attach a little anchor to your soldier, would it weigh it down? Anyway, I digress. Not a little anchor mark, but a big one, maybe. <laughs> Anyone who has to say it's a big one? No, I didn't say that it's big. Oh, a big the anchor. anchor. The uh, anchor needs to be big. <laughs> you can draw your own conclusions from that. Um, and now, for some reason, I've just got Quint's monologue from Jaws stuck in my head. And somehow that's like... <laughs> he was just bobbing up and down in the water. <laughs> I, I'll get you, boy. I thought he was sleeping, <laughs> touched on him, and he was gone from the waist down. Just just that little vision of a comes and bumps into him. Continue with the just, question. Just attached. Anyway. With the uh, upcoming, well, or current, Two Bad Neighbors episode starring President Bush, can you discuss yeah. how you'd like to see an episode with The Simpsons starring the incumbent? Incumbent? Jesus. You know what happened there? My mind was reading incumbent, but 
but it stopped and started to think about incompetent and turned into the incumbent <laughs> President Donald Trump. Uh, so how... That's a word you probably would make up. How would we like to see that pan out? Keep up the great work, fellas. P.F.S. Did you watch the Wolf Creek series on Fox in Australia? Just God, no. Um, no, I didn't, but not for any specific reason. I watched the first five minutes and went, this is fucking terrible. In what way? It's so corny, over-the-top, yeah, okay. horrible acting, horrible special effects. That was my biggest problem. Like, John Jarrett really nailed the role of Mick Taylor in the movie, but the guy on the TV... Just from the trailers alone, I was like, oh, you look like you're trying to do an impression no, of him rather than beat John him. Jared. Is it? Yes. John Jarrett in the series. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. No, that can't be right. Dude, it's John Jarrett, you fool. That wasn't John it's Jarrett. His, it's the only thing he's got going for himself is the fucking Wolf Creek TV series. <laughs> do you want to retract that statement? Have you actually watched it or are you guessing? No, I told you I've only watched the trailer, but it did not in any way seem reminiscent of... Yeah, it's John Jarrett, and it's really bad. Oh my God, it is John Jarrett. It's really bad. Why would he have done that? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's got nothing else to do, that's why. Greg McLean directed an episode. Oh, what a fall from grace. Well, it looked like John Jarrett was doing a John Jarrett impression and getting it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You're bewildered. I really thought it was someone else. Because he's really good in the movie. It's shit. I have, see, I haven't seen the movies. My first introduction was the first episode of the series, and I went, really? Uh, really? So, uh, President Trump. How would we like to see an episode pan out with President Trump? Well, they've already done Trump short little clips. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I wish they wouldn't do that kind of stuff. It is so self-indulgent. It's just, I don't know. For me, it just doesn't work. The Simpsons um, doesn't need to do it. It's like, oh, we don't like Trump. Let's make a short little clip about it and put it on YouTube because that'll get views because no one's watching a TV show anymore. Yeah, but I mean, they could still do an episode. Although they'd never really done one with a sitting president. So it would feel a, like you've still got to try to come up with a natural way to get him into that world. Get, getting Trump into the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Do you though? Was this was George Bush a natural? I guess it actually did make sense he, that, why he would want to go to Springfield. Yeah, it yeah like sense, it, yeah. I mean, it's. It doesn't feel crowbarred in. No, it doesn't. It's not like... Besides the house You're not there. walking down the street and then, oh my God, it's George Bush. Like, they gave enough of a reason. So, family have got to probably go to New York. He starts doing the... So, is he going to be president at this point? Oh, or? okay. Here's what it is. Doing the... What's that show he did? No. It doesn't matter. Okay. The Apprentice, but no. So, Marge goes to a retreat for um, unhappy wives. So it's like marriage counselling, but the husband doesn't come along. And they kind of thrash out. It's it's basically like the circle. But they thrash out everything that they don't like. And Melania Trump is there because she's the unhappiest wife in the world. Queen of the Harpies will be there. Queen of the Harpies is there. She can come back in. (laughs) But Melania Trump would be there. And then like Marge and Melania start really getting along. Um, because they, Trump and Homer share a lot of qualities. Quick temper, dim-witted, that sort of thing. But then while Marge and Melania will bond over the similarities of those two characters, they're going to start to hate each other over this. Like Homer and Donald will hate each other over the similarities and then comedy will happen. So you don't reckon they should get along? How no. would but how would No one should get along. But how are Homer and Donald getting into contact with each other? Well, purely because Marge and Melania are spending so much time with each so other. So they come home from the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the retreat, they still... So this is post-presidency? No, during. Melania breaks out of Camp David to get to the retreat. <laughs> Gets away from the lock and key. And they invite the, she invites Marge to the White House. Uh, no, I, f- I feel like it's more just catch-ups. But then Donald and Homer are both like, where are our wives? And there'd be like this thing of they understand that there is something that's going on. Does Donald fall in love with Marge? No. And Homer fall in love with Melania? No. <laughs> Grabs her right on the foot. <laughs> no. Um, no. No, 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 no. There's no love triangles or anything like that. You've got to make Donald out to be... What it is, you draw the similarities between Homer and Donald through the wives. The wives talk and they share the way that these guys are similar. So then you play Homer up to be an absolute idiot dickbag. You you give Homer all of the worst traits of Donald Trump in that episode and that way you get to make fun of Donald Trump without actually making fun of Donald Trump. And the joke is that Homer doesn't like Donald Trump even though he is Homer. Yeah, exactly. So he doesn't like him for being who yeah. he is, but he's actually who Homer is. Exactly, and, vice, and versa. vice versa. So they should have everything in common. They should be getting along, but they don't. So as much as the women have something in common, they get along. The men have a lot in common, and it drives them further apart. Does it end with Marge and Melania? It ends with Donald Trump being impeached in real life. <laughs> the end. Yes. 
I have to go now. My planet needs <laughs> yeah, me. Yes. <laughs> that's how it ends. Alrighty. This uh, that's also how the mailbag ends. Yes. Thanks for listening to our review of Two Bad Neighbors. Hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Scenes of Class Struggle, one of my favorites. I really struggled not to have this in my top five Yeah, in the book. I love this episode. It's, absolutely love it. It is a ha- really good Homer's episode. Homer's Story of the Golf. <laughs> so good. Uh, Mitch, we should, we, should, we should tell the people that remind them once again about the book. Yes, the book, again, available in America now. So if you are an American and you have not bought the book, buy it. And if you know an American who hasn't bought the book, tell them to buy it. We promise you'll enjoy at least 20% of it. More. At, I, at least 20%. At least 20%. But you will really... It, uh, last I checked, it was sitting at a rating of 4.08 on the Goodreads. Cast and crew interviews, behind the scenes. Yes. It's um, so good. I mean, anyone, anyone that listens to the show is going to know what it is. It's not just a trivia recap type thing. It's more no, of no, no. bringing our perspective to the show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, also, we've just started our Futurama podcast on Patreon. If is you want to, Patreon exclusive. Yes, five dollar plus patrons get access into that bi-weekly At the moment, we're going to be doing it. How do we do that? That's patreon.com forward slash four finger discount. That is correct. And you just sign up and you get free access into that. Mitch, any final words for the listeners for this week? I do not have final words for this podcast. Next week on Four Finger Discount Smithers, what are you doing up here? What are you doing with this ball? And all those other balls Uh, No, there are no other balls Uh, Just these uh, reptile eggs Oh, step away, they're endangered These aren't reptile eggs You've been cheating no matter where Mr. Burns hit the ball, you put a fresh one on the green. <gasps> Cheating? For me? <laughs> Good Lord, Smithers, that's patently unnecessary. I'm one of the world's finest golfers. In all the years you've caddied for me, I've never lost a... Ooh. No, you're not the best golfer here. Wait till I tell everyone about this. You stink. <laughs>